another episode of the quincy jones show apologies mm-hmm. for last week yes sir again again my name is quincy jones go to my right showing the hospitality the hostess with the mostest the world's greatest tag team partner the world's only only hip-hop hybrid in existence yes in the worlds of pro wrestling and hip-hop i might add yes, yes live sir. from the doctor's office doc lesnar Man, what a what a groundswell from the live crowd here in the doctor's office. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> here, right here in Georgia, California. <sighs> we both did that. Yeah, no, you're right, man. We're back with another uh, week uh, installment well, of uh, Quincy Jones Show. But, yeah, you're right. I apologize yeah. uh, to the fans and listeners. Had a little orders. bit of uh, renovations going down at the yeah. usual studio space. Ran out of our home low-key. Uh, but, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's all for the good, getting some improvements made and stuff like that. Uh, Going to be, you know. Probably a month or two, get a new office as well. Yes, sir. So we're going to be doing some uh, new things, upgrading and whatnot. But that's not why you came to hear me talk about this interior design project. <laughs> oh, no, we got some news. There's been some time that's that's elapsed. And let me just say, I don't miss that I, I you know, having to report on Cora Jade and the skateboard incident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We will recap that. But as far as news... um. I mean, it's been a steady stream of the same stuff. You know how uh, yeah. wrestling is. There's the McMahon stuff going on, the Sasha stuff going mm-hmm. on, the Naomi, Naomi stuff, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. injuries either continuing or people, you know, being uh, updated on injuries, stuff like that. Uh, but we reached into the, the miscellaneous bag here. Yes, <laughs> and, um, Try to take a little break from, yeah, the, the all-encompassing headlines. Well, I feel like we can only update so much because people are reading everything nowadays anyways, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, and, and no shade, but if we're in SRS, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure they've already read it by, oh, no, by the you, time they right. made that I mean, paywall. things have been changing almost every other day at this point, so it is hard to stay up on things. I feel like it's like we have to wait till something major happens. You know what I mean? I, what I will say this is, is this I should say is that it does sound like the Wall Street Journal is going to be uh, generating a, a third story on McMahon. It sounds soon, like Wall so. Street Journal is going to be single-handedly uh, <laughs> responsible for bringing back uh, uh, print <laughs> because they're like, there's some good shit in here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Subscriptions have improved 300. percent It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is this is going to be again. You know, this is uh, probably what maybe one or two headlines we got for the news. Yeah. Again, this is the miscellaneous grab bag here. Um, this is kind of from left field. I, I caught this on a whim on a live Twitter post thread. And, um, you know, a lot of people have been talking about, uh, these takedown notices. If you're not familiar, these are people who are posting, uh, clips or footage, uh, small clips, edited clips of AEW stuff, whether it's dynamite rampage, whether it's uh dark, whether it's even pay-per-view stuff. Um, you know, people have done it with WWE stuff. A lot of people do it with WWE stuff now. You know, mm-hmm. they're still not able to get caught. Like, I mean, you know, there was I would get takedown notices a little bit uh, when I was still building up the, the Facebook 
uh, yeah, page I remember when I first that, saw yeah. it and stuff like that. You I, know what I mean? So many times too, you come in, I'm in Facebook jail again. <laughs> There's that, or to be like, yo, I, like, there'll be times where, like, hey, can you take this down? I'm like, yeah, I posted that a year and three months ago. I already got the 7,000 likes. So, yeah, it's <laughs> that great. That happened to me the other day. Remember, I do the Who Did It Better series. Uh, it's been a while since I posted some stuff. It's not that I don't have content, I've, I got, I'm backed up on content. It's just having time to put it out. But I did the MJF paraphrasing Drake. You know, oh yeah, yeah, and they just came after me for that. I'm like, bro, that's like over a year old. That's fine. Like, I don't. You're like, if anything, Drake sent him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, what? Well, but from one Jew to another Jew, it should be kind of kosher. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, who you would think? <laughs> but anyways, there was like a lot of people complaining, right? So it's like, uh, I think it was the the WrestleBotch account mm-hmm. that was okay. one of the ones that uh, were getting a lot of strikes, but also it was the um, Botchamania. Remember that. I think yeah, that the channel I, got taken down. I think yeah. the guy he ended up taking it down because he's like, dude, I'm. It's, it's I already got two strikes. Like they're yeah, gonna come after me worth, again. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. and I've built so much. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of like there's a lot of good channels that have been taken down. Well, of that. it's it's shitty because I remember even before when we got into the excitement of this new company of AW, Tony was real vocal saying mm-hmm. he ain't gonna be like doing that and all about the copyright strike. He, mm-hmm. I remember he said that he was gonna be for the fans. I want the fans to share our stuff. That's what you know. Yeah, and all of a sudden it's like. Nah, we got to make Discovery happy now. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm wondering if that's the game changers. There's now more hands in the pot that don't. There's get new management. To, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. That, so there's more opinions to to be considered about. Well, you know what? The other thing too is what's being reported. There's uh, a lack of uh, intellectual property owned by Tony Khan and AEW when it comes to the wrestlers too. So this could be his way of, mm, you know what I mean? Kind of um, getting a, a a little bit. For yeah, himself, you know, because a lot of people still have their own uh, stores. They're pro wrestling tees too. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? So I don't know what the split is on that. But anyways, as far as the strikes though, a lot of people have been trying to figure out what's been going on because sometimes people are actually posting clips under fair use, which is the legal portion of it. And that goes with music too. If you mm. do your homework, you're, there's ways for you to, Use something on a project of yours if it's like nonprofit. You're not, you know, standing yeah. a profit from it in any way. And then acknowledge um, all the rights. Who, you know, the, the well, well the, with mm-hmm. fair use, you can actually use something and not have to notify that person if it's again nonprofit and something that's not self-serving. Like if it's just maybe like a review video or something that you're not making money off of. Oh yeah, no. What so, I mean yeah. is, I'll see some of those in in the right there in the uh, description. It'll go ahead and tell you, hey. This song is oh, this, yeah, yeah, or this yeah. footage is is uh, is owned by WWE. I don't own, and you'll see it in all caps. I, I, yeah, somehow usually, they don't get taken down. See, that's the thing. I've done that before. Still get taken down. That's weird. Yeah, it's like, did you read the full thing? What's the consi- what's <laughs> did you with- did you click the three dots to, to read <laughs> the whole caption? But so this is the latest on that. Um, this is referring to some tweets that were made uh, by uh, a Buck Starsky. Who uh, and I'm gonna get into who he is and and uh, what this means as far as these takedown notices and AEW. Okay. So it says Buck Starsky uh, put out a series of tweets accusing Aubrey Edwards of filing a mass DMCA takedown under a fake alias. Starsky revealed in the first tweet that he made a switch from being an in-ring presence to working in the information security office. While including several pieces of documentation as evidence, he told his brave story, one that many in the pro wrestling business would be too afraid to tell. And he starts off saying, this is the, the toughest post I've made, but sometimes silent weapons for quiet wars take their toll. Mm. I'm including some heavyweight accounts here for a signal boost because I can't be heard on my own. And, and basically, he, he uh, tagged a bunch of accounts okay, um, to, so that they could be uh, knowledgeable of what's been going on. Got you. Okay. Uh, as some people know, I went from a, a career in ring to working in the office on information security with a focus on digital media rights. 
I know Jeff Jones. We've talked a lot about copyright claims, and I sent this to him when at AEW botches was hit on his last account, which uh, Jeff Jones is the the person behind that account. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, I don't know if it's the same Jeff Jones oh, that, okay. that we're talking about. Trust me, Judge. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was the, in my head. I'm like, I, I know that we automatically are like yeah, wrestler, yeah, wrestler. Yeah. Especially when you said that he used to be in the wrestling business, and now you know. Well, yeah. well, Buck Buck Starsky used to be in the business. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. he's saying oh, he's, okay. he knows who who Jeff. So, mm-hmm. um. But yeah, uh, he said they talked a lot about the, the claims I was hit on his account, um, and says uh, he looked on copyright.gov. You mm-hmm. could find it active and terminated DMCA agents for a number of companies, and it says as of nine fifteen on July fifth, twenty twenty two, AW had no agents listed. After the email he sent uh, to uh, uh, Jeff Jones, looking into stuff like that, all of a sudden this Don Stevens suddenly registered as a, as a as an agent. Huh. Furthermore, Stevens. after this email was sent, I received a threatening email for my own fear. The ID is staying redacted because he showed uh, pictures. Oh, okay. Whenever you want to know what kind of office AEW runs, this is your reference. Talk badly, they might sue you. This is the reality of how AEW is. Hmm. It says, Starsky sent an email to Jeff Jones, formally announcing the accusation that Aubrey Edwards is behind these DMCA takedowns. Furthermore... She's also operating under the fake alias of DMCA agent Donald Stevens. He also asked in the email if AW doesn't operate with an internal DPO team. He questioned why the company isn't using software such as Content ID, which is uh, you know this is stuff that probably a other, staple and that kind of arena. yeah like like basically regularly practice things to avoid other stuff like this right instead mm-hmm. of you know which I guess you're like so why are you guys. Okay, you know, it's just, yeah, you know. you say so. Mm-hmm. But it says the accusation doesn't end there, as Starsky revealed in another tweet that after his email, Donald Stevens was registered as a DMCA agent on that site, which wasn't the case before. He didn't receive a, a reply to that email either. St- Starsky then receiving an, uh, received another threatening email after reaching out to AEW. He blocked out the email ID for his own safety, but revealed what it said on Twitter. He was accused of making a false claim to which he was threatened with legal action from AEW. Now that the accusation is out in the open, Edwards might have to face some pressure from AEW fans. Uh, the allegation does resonate with the rising number of DMCA takedowns against Twitter users. Uh, but yeah, so stay tuned uh, for more updates on the developing situation. Huh, that's interesting. Um, I don't know really how to feel about that. I mean, it's it's uh, I'm on a comical note, of course, Aubrey Edwards is at the center of another uh controversy and conspiracy, <laughs> you know. Um it, 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 you know, it's hard not to, to to laugh at that, but it's interesting because I don't know her uh the, the the totality of her, you know, shoot experience with things. I know that she obviously used to be a video game designer. Yeah, I was going to say uh, she's helping not, a lot with the game. With, she, she's obviously a referee well well versed with like computer uh knowledge and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and learning how to operate when it comes to processing systems for uh, video games and stuff like that i mean she's she's been working on the mobile game as well you know yeah so yeah she's been pretty um, getting her hands in there for sure yeah so i mean you know while some of this stuff isn't far-fetched it's also a matter of why i guess i don't know i don't you know what i mean it's like i mean it's like half of me can see her just willing to step up to do that if there are that's what I was about to ask you. Do you think like, is like that is, something being uh, that's just her, or is it? You think that's something that that's being you know maybe not in front of everyone being? It seems like you know that seems like a very instructive like view. her and Tony and maybe 
one or two of the people. I feel like, yeah, it's only you know three. Mean? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And I think maybe what it is is maybe he's getting flack or heat from, uh, you know, after this merger with, you know, more of the – because I have heard that they've been getting a lot more, um, I guess, aggressive is the way to put it with, with you know, shutting down people and, and you know, with, with different things like that. So I, it makes me wonder if it's become such a problem that now he's getting internal emails about it and he's now tasking someone like Aubrey, like you said, maybe in the sense of. If, if, yeah, if that's the, I mean, it's just I guess for me, it's weird. It's hard to understand because what's the difference between that and people who post relentless clips of uh the office on on instagram all the yeah. time right like i mean there's there's so many office uh fan uh i guess i won't say channels fan edits accounts. fan yeah, yeah 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 tribute accounts D- deleted stuff. Yeah. scenes things i mean and it's not like it's it's got a blue check and says oh this is this is with yeah a front, you know it's not in, it's not in, officially associated with in any nbc way. or exactly, anything like yeah. that yeah so it's kind of weird or or um Peacock Network, you know exactly. what I'm saying? So it's like so some, yeah, that, that's what I wonder. What's the difference? You know, mm-hmm. like even even like you can't you could argue that people post discovery clips too. Like yeah. there's a lot of animal clips we see online. Yeah. No, so definitely. I wonder if that's just maybe it's maybe it's just something Tony's worried about. That's what I'm thinking. I wonder if he's internally getting uh concerns about it or if it's his own. You know, if he's yeah. getting him from the new people it, it at the table. It could be from the department he has yeah. the people he has in that department too. Mm-hmm. Cuz again, he ain't going to be knowledgeable in, in, in every department that he needs to be knowledgeable yeah, I mean, and don't get which is wrong. why you hire people who specialize exactly, in those areas because right? so. his, he's never ran a company before which is the biggest concern when he announced AEW and he's more familiar he's running a sports organization exactly. but yeah this but, is a little different but yeah. even then it's like how hands on are, are you with your with your soccer yeah. team your soccer well, club I, I don't know I, well, I'm thinking even with the Jags too or was it was yeah, that but true. still yeah, yeah. I mean so, but uh, no, that is interesting I guess we'll have to see what happens with that because I, I mean I'm not going to act like it wouldn't be fun to see Aubrey somewhere at a live event and go, Don Stevens. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just I do, see how, I mean, how she reacts. You can't like, tell me that there wouldn't be a sign. Because especially we just saw that sign where it said MJF needs uh, Stephen P. New, which I thought was hilarious. That's pretty funny, yeah. I saw the other one, too. Uh, on it always a, said, uh, uh, I know what you're going to say, Meltzer fears Mama Cornette. Yeah, that, that, one. <laughs> that was funny. And then I saw one, uh, it, it was a while ago because I was watching BTE where someone had a very nice sign that said, you're not a stupid idiot, Cutler. He was I like, this guy that. knows what's yeah, up. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah better be getting some, uh, some love, yeah, man. Yeah, he does, um, man. But uh, I guess uh, you want to reach in the back of that fridge for the other uh, the other can of yeah, that miscellaneous. I mean, and again, yeah, yeah. I mean, ju- just to kind of, I think, freshen up the uh, news feed a bit, but I was wondering how you felt uh, this week. I mean, I was telling Eddie Lynch, uh, shouts to Eddie Lynch, uh, you know, he's a big supporter of, uh, you know, all, you know, whether it's our music or this podcast uh, or wrestling events, he's always been there. Uh, we share a love of wrestling figs as well. Collectors, you know, unite. It's a community, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, but Collectors! Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, my, uh, my, my amigo Eduardo, uh, he actually hit me up and, uh, you know, we were kind of discussing, you know, stuff with Cage and he was asking me, you know, Christian? Christian Cage, yes. Okay, I was about to say, I was and, like, yeah, uh, big you Christian know, Cage fan. Asking me about, you know, the stuff with Jordan Grace and the whole Chris Benoit thing, which. Did you see what Chavo said about that? And I was no, like, but bro, I heard sh- he deleted his his, his tweet again, and that's what he, he's like the king of doing. He said, that. "I guess at Jordan Grace's credibility went down after uh, since her Twitter comments." I'm like, "This is coming from the guy that 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 because he got in some shit similar, didn't he? Where he had said something outrageous, and people were like, all right, dog, you need to get uh, off your.'" I don't know. I remember what the last time he made news, he had said something towards tk because they were reporting that he was not going to be coming back to aw and he wrote something like 
oh, did I miss something? At he, he had, CK, he had, like, some, you know, he had like, some Twitter storm where I think he said something insensitive or something he thought was funny, but it wasn't funny oh, at the time. Oh, you're right. You're right. It was um, about, I think, a fan came into the ring. Yeah, he was oh, it was about, about Seth. Yeah, it was yeah, like that yeah. whole Seth thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, <laughs> that's why I was like, man, there's a bunch of pots calling people black yeah, right <laughs> on now. Twitter right now. Yeah, this is some ridiculous shit. But, but yeah, no, I was... Uh, Hey, she, as far as that, she can have her opinion. It don't matter. Like She went about that the entirely wrong way. But from, just to finalize that, she has finally gotten in touch with Nancy's sister. Everything's good on that front. And, then and it don't that, matter. Yeah. That's and, all and, that and her and um, David have spoken to uh, Benoit's son. So it's, and, and the thing, yeah. But that it was very... I, it wasn't the worst thing I've heard someone say about it yeah. and, or, and the, or write about it. I mean, the opinion is people think she was trying to call out Kurt Angle but didn't have, I don't want to say the balls to do it, but didn't want to do it because she knew it could turn. So they think she chose someone similar to Angle and that has a bad, you know, already has, has, has – Call has him a, out. Oh, because, yeah, I forgot. The context was people were asking her, like, who do you think wouldn't – it's be basically able to Benoit hang. couldn't hang with today's best wrestlers. Yeah, I but mean, it, some of the stuff she said wasn't necessarily wrong, but it's like you don't know for sure. Yeah, That's just based on what you think you know about him. You are know we going to sit here and act, though, like Benoit worked a slow, meticulous style? No. I mean, look, if it was slow, it was slow, but dissecting and deliberate. and exactly. like. Like, because I when I think about the slowness of him, it's like when he's in the corner and hits you with that knife edge, right? I was gonna say, and breaks you down. Yeah, but yeah. it's not like he ain't it's not, soft. No, that, that dude, you're talking about the guy who balls to the wall, suicide dive, misses, crashes into the fucking house God table, damn. continues to. You know and, and what I mean? Look, so if that's not yeah. a sign of you know everyone's about slow down, like I felt like Ben Wall was definitely he wasn't he, a flippy dippy guy, but he definitely he, had yeah. a very he intense, had a real. I was gonna say the word uh, he had he had the intensity mm-hmm. in these. High octane type it, of the small, the smallest impact with the highest intensity. Like right, yeah, like yeah. He, he would make things like he, him. I, he's like Brett, where everything they did meant something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But you know, I don't want to low height. High I, I, I'm gonna I'm, I'm 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 move on because you know us talking yeah. positive might be offensive. To people, yeah, no, so you're right. Yeah, but now that was so that, that was just gonna say that because some people think yeah she was trying to say something about her angle, but it was like let me use. Him, who's already got a bad public opinion. The only reason, and, I mean, she'd be wrong in that regard anyways, because when you saw, like, Angle already did it when he went to TNA. None of those guys were wrestling. Like, Angle wasn't wrestling none of those people no, when they he was were, over there. Yeah, no. And he kept up with all of those dudes. Exactly. Stepping it, up to everybody's. Yeah. Him and AJ, go watch them. And then they had to uh, adhere times. to his style. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, speak. Uh, but, you know, actually, I mean, we were just talking about Angle and, and TNA. But, like, spinning off of that, um, TNA, uh, the founder. Jeff Jarrett. Well, okay, he's, 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 made, he's made he's he's popular because I, I was gonna say he made headlines twice this week. I was about to say for the most random reasons. I don't, I, I was gonna exactly ask you when like, I told Lynch. He goes, "What do you think about Jeff?" I was like, "That's the second time he's bro. been on. He's hit a headline that I don't understand." I was gonna <laughs> say, "I'm like, I don't under, what is what like he he doesn't have a connection with either of those guys, right?" Yeah, I mean, I, did oh, you see it's because it's in Nashville. What well, did you see the video? Nah, there's a video that like oh yeah wait wait okay, need, okay. Oh, wait, which one because I'm I'm talking about him being announced as a special guest referee. Oh okay, that that that's what I'm talking okay. about. Okay, I was talking because about the fact the... that SummerSlam's in Nashville and gotcha. you know 
King of the Mountain, Tennessee, home of Nashville, and TNA, and Dixie Carter. Yeah, it's just crazy because <laughs> Jeff, I mean, although he has been in a tag team with Owen, has never been uh, regarded as a tag team specialist. So that's why it's kind of like – I agree. I don't really understand. I- I'd argue that was probably that. his best pairing was him with Owen uh, in WWE yeah. at the time. But, yeah, um, it, uh, it is kind of strange. Like, uh, But, yeah, to, to get to what you're talking about, I mean, he's making news on, on two different tag yeah, team Yeah, counts. you're right. So, yeah, he was revealed randomly uh, by uh, Scrap Metal or Scrap Daddy, <laughs> Adam Pierce, the not-authority figure that somehow gets – It's know, one of the his, his, con- his continuity is so all over the place. With what he has authority to do and what he doesn't have the authority to do, it just switches on any given day. But he reveals Jeff Jarrett uh, as a guest referee for this ta- undisputed tag title match between Street Profits and the Uso- uh, Usos. But, yeah, then a few days later, he gets attached to – what would become the final booking of, you know, because there's been so many rumored matches for Ric Flair's last match. Uh, I think the NWA is putting it on, right? I, I believe. Or is it, it, is it? Or is it? Oh, I thought it was like an independent of its I own I mean, I know thing. Crockett is attached to it. Shit. So, like, I mean, look, Tony must trust, uh, you know, Ellie Dolo. I mean, it's his, it's his son-in-law, so... What I mean is, if something were to happen, his name will be attached to that thing. Yeah, you know see, I mean? you've, been pretty, you've been pretty vocal about that. You know what's funny? Is I didn't really think... I thought that was, like, pessimistic thinking at the time. But then you see the video. I didn't, uh, of, I didn't, of how yeah, this yeah, tell up. me about this video. Okay, because, so... Because I told you, all I know is the quotes. He said that he probably wouldn't be wearing his pacemaker that day and he was not going to take his blood thinners. I'm like, Nick, what, yeah, what is, what are you, t- you're, it's almost like you want to die. Like, well, this is what I'll say. The video is well produced. <laughs> um, but you do, have, you, it it, it, you do have concerns and I'll just kind of describe it. And I definitely implore you to watch it. Cause I've seen well, the training have, videos with him and Jay Lethal and he, yeah. and he's in pain. Yeah, like you hear him ah, mm-hmm. like like it's like the old flair. Yeah, <laughs> when he's mm-hmm. backing off, like. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is, uh, and and I, you know, I think we're kind of going all over the place. It's been announced that that his match will be Andrade Elodolo, his new son-in-law, tagging with him, Ric Flair, the Nature Boy, living legend, taking on the team of Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Now, it's weird because when you hear it and don't know why, you go. Why? I remember <laughs> literally the first thing I said was I've always felt that while Jared has given a lot of opportunities and to talents and jobs to talents, whether it was in TNA and then when he went to go do the global force and all that, you know, he has contributed to this to this business. You can't deny it. But as a fan emerging in in the late 80s, 90s, watching everything coming in, he always struck me as a poor man's Ric Flair and it was always because I didn't know the NWA stuff yet but it just was like why are you doing a similar strut I didn't know who Fargo was yet so you know I, you know to know but, the Fargo and, but even then the, to, to still emulate yeah after and, somebody else too and like. and, and, do, and the thing is Flair's was different had way more drip to it you know his personal touch but the figure four is really what drilled that home yeah that was weird I mean and then also um I was never like the 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 choice of gear with the the like the the multiple suspenders on down the front. Yeah, that was weird. I never understood that. You know, 
Yeah, the 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 big old blonde hair that was the the style at the time. There like like yeah. like Bob Holly had something like that. Except yeah, the, you know what well, I mean? apparently there's a, I can't remember his name now, but uh, there was a there was a uh, famed I think country singer ah, that okay. he was sort of emulating the look of. That makes sense. You know what I mean? So with the hair and and even the big you know, hair, the, and yeah, and, and even him, the fact that he's yeah. singing. I'm you gonna be my baby tonight. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So. Yeah, I, 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 I just thought it was weird that he's attached. That Oh, so the guy who's spent most of his in-ring career trying to be Ric Flair is going to face Ric Flair. Have they ever fought? I don't, I don't know. Maybe in WCW. I'm going to look. And so I was just kind of perplexed. Like, that's kind of weird. I don't know how he got in there. But I was like, oh, well, good for Jay. At least he did get on the card and in the match against him. You know what I mean? That That's good. I was like, I wonder if they're going to use his heat for real or whatever. And then so I was just like. That's it, so random, but okay. They, apparently, they fought in 2000 on a Nitro. Yeah, I don't doubt it. 12-minute <laughs> match. Oh, okay. Probably a good 10 minutes. Flair went over, right? Man, they, they fought again on a Nitro in 97. So, oh, so, that was, so the, that was the first time, 97. Oh, and he got the big hair here, too, so all right. Yeah, I bet he beat him both times. Oh, the, oh, Jeff Jarrett shoots on Ric Flair. This may be the reason. Eight hours ago. Oh, this may be the reason. Okay, I'm going to have to put that to the side. Okay, well, it's interesting. Yeah, you got to watch this video, man. Cause, so, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm looking at that, and I go, okay, I guess that's uh, – I guess they couldn't pull oh, off. Oh, wow. That, I, guess, that. I guess they had a strut off. Oh, okay. 96. That does sound familiar. This in WWE. WWF at the time. Oh, okay. Crazy, okay. All right. That must have been that time when he came over for a spell with a title. Yeah, he got the short hair. Okay. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, got me feeling like Rogan. Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did. But uh, no, nah, so basically, so then I see this video, and everyone's talking about it because it's getting mixed reviews. Some people think it's great and well-produced, but the even if you think that, it's hard to watch because you, realize, you really kind of get in touch with Flair's mortality a bit because you go, yeah, that's right. You are a 70-something-year-old man. You know what I mean? And so what happens is, I just know it's a scene there in the parking lot, uh, and it looks like it's Flair. Flair is there, and then you see Crockett is out there, and uh, Jeff and Karen Angle. They're all just going to their cars to leave. They're saying Jarrett. Jarrett. The Jarrett. Karen Jarrett. Karen Jarrett. (laughs) What did I say? Karen Angle? Yeah. I was like, wait, he didn't say Kurt and Karen Angle. He said Jeff. I'm like, no, nah, that's not Karen Angle no more, dog. Because that was his first. I was like, I was like <laughs> no, 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 you're right, you're right. Like, he was Giovanni. That's right. The Jarrett's, right? And they're all in the parking lot going to their respective cars and stuff. And then Lethal just confronts Flair and attacks him, starts punching him. You know, he's immediately on the ground. He's like pummeling him. Jeff pulls him off and goes, hey, man, like, this is not he's you know get off him dude you know and he pulls him off and he goes to check on flair and flair is like refusing his help like you know get on get away from me i'm not i I don't need your help like type of thing you know like you know maybe pride whatever and then he goes again and he goes jay stop it just you know and he pushes them off and he you know they're bleeping out language and stuff it's looking as real as possible you know a lot of f-bombs being thrown uh he goes to check on Flair again, and Flair, like, I can't make it out, but he says something to him, like, I, he goes, like, something about you and your father, and he goes, I hate both, I've always hated both of you guys. There's some shit like Sheesh. that. So Jarrett gets pissed and slaps him and starts pummeling him, because it's like, 
you know, he's insulting him and his father. Oh, Croc is turning him to stop. He's telling him, nah, get away. He tells Karen, give me your shoe. She takes off her heel. He busts him open hard way. Nigga, the first time he hits him, he hits him twice. But the first one, you can tell he's done. Because, you know, when you get older, your skin tends to get more brittle, you know? And so it's clearly in the, in the confirmant. At one point, while he's mouthing off at him, Flair is like, are you kidding me? Hardway? Hardway? I'm a 70-year-old man. And, you know, it's like, uh, it, it just looks shoot as can be. Lethal comes back over, gets him some. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and, like, it's a lot of, you know, even Lethal's like, I fucking loved you. I fucking loved you. You know that? Like, you know, like, like it's it's hurting me to do this because you wanted to, because the you left me out to dry. While I try to get you ready for this show, Sheesh. you know, so there's a lot of emotion there that's believable. But then it then it kind of gets you out of it when Jeff does go. How about the, for you know for your last match? It'll be me, and it's just like ah, now you're going back to wrestling. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you know it's and, and but he's left a little bloody mess, and Crockett's trying to you know make sure he's cool, and you know that's that's the video. But a lot of people had a problem with the color, you know, and it. Don't get me wrong. Do you know Flair likes to play? But but, there, but that, dude, it, that was hard way, dude, bro. Dude, if you're gonna do it, save it for the match. That's kind of how I felt about it. Not when, do it in the when, it, when is the like, match? I think is it this this weekend? I think it is the same weekend. Yeah, or well, oh, no, or no, no, whenever SummerSlam is. Oh, okay, because Ring of weekend. Honor that before the sign. Yeah, yeah. That, it, it's looking like a card. Yeah, I was gonna it's say it's looking like a card. I ain't yeah, gonna lie sure. to you. But as far as this match, man, like. There's not, there's not, look, like, he's done everything. Yeah. So it's not like he needs to do this. But I know who, you know, he's 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 Ric Flair. He's stuck in his way. I mean, based on hearing the people he's not even on speaking terms with anymore, and that includes Triple H, which is crazy. Yeah, I was just telling that yet. Because um, I feel like for being the, arguably the biggest name in wrestling slash pop, pop culture version of wrestling, you know what I mean, you got The Rock, you got Hogan, you got John Cena, you got Ric Flair. Yeah, you know I mean, Austin's probably up there. You know, there's a very few that cross that barrier. Yeah. And I feel like like Randy's probably one of the last that that can because yeah, yeah, all because of the RKO part, shit. Yeah, like I was going to say that and even Randy Savage cuz oh, Randy Savage cuz yeah. the Slim Jim stuff, that's you know true. what I mean? That's true. So, no, that's very true. No, you're right. Real early, yeah. So, I but it, it's just like I don't know. Yeah, it, it's it's I, like I don't know, it's it's crazy to think he's so polarizing, and one of the most famous, greatest of all time, and he's, in my opinion, one of the most sensitive guys in the world. The, I, I'm gonna put it to you like this, and we'll move on. You ready? Yeah. It's crazy when you think about how he started before the Undertaker, mm-hmm. and the Undertaker has had his long ass ride, mm-hmm. and how long it took for him to to come mm-hmm. to terms with it, and he is still chasing that dragon like he said he's like trying to get this in he he started and is ending like he surpassed no I, I, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. it's, it's it's insane to think that like it's like yeah but it's i mean it's crazy i mean it depends how because his last ma- get. the last match with sean because he did he he's retired twice now before yeah. Taker, which is crazy. Before Taker is retired, yeah, you're right. He's retired twice, but he's come out of retirement twice as well, right? Or I guess you it's, know, so man, I mean, he gets a little physical here and there. Yeah, I mean, but no matches. I mean, he gets physical with Lacey, you know, like even he, though they don't follow that up. He did, he did the shit, the Triple A shit with with uh, 
Andrade, right? Yep. That's right. So he got a little he got a little physical there. But even then he wasn't yeah, like you said, he wasn't like full I don't know. I mean, I feel like the He went out with Sean so well. The moment is so still remembered, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's just like yeah, yeah I, I understand he needed money, but it's like, fuck, man. But, and it's like, I don't, yeah, I think, you know, even when you talk about how long he's been doing it uh, with Taker's comparison, you got me thinking about, like, the Rock and Roll Express, because I know originally that would have been the match is Rock and Roll Express and Steamboat versus him and FTR. But it's weird to me to think, okay, you don't sign it, off it, on it, FTR, but you sign off on Andrade. But it, now it does, I'm like, it does th- relieve me that it is a tag match, though, yeah. because it's not just him in there. But I just felt, I mean, a lot of people think it's going to be like a 12-minute match with 10 minutes of Andrade versus uh, Lethal and then Flair versus Jared at the end with a, with a figure four go it, home. It's gonna, they're going to isolate Flair. Like, they're going to, Andrade will start. They're going to be wanting Flair to get in. Flair's going to get in, get some stuff in. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to isolate Flair. Flair's going to play, you know, fight from under, get the high attack to Andrade. Right, right for the ending where they both slap on, you know, the dual, figure four, yeah. dual figure fours, and that's how it goes, right? Yeah. But he'll tag them in so that it's him that gets the, the win. <sighs> yeah, probably. We'll see, right? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see how the match goes. But, uh, yeah, that's that's about it for the uh, the uh, rando bag of uh, news headlines. Uh, I, 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 we, we warned you. Mm-hmm. We warned you, you know. Um, but, you know, we're trying to, uh, you know, stretch out our range a little bit. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, but, you know, I think it's about that time because I know y'all been waiting uh, hand and foot. The hate is in the bus. <laughs> it's not even that anymore, bro. I know. I know. But that's 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 slang. I'm trying to trying to preserve the, the, the cool parts of <laughs> the, the paint splash era. <laughs> the, the Throw it on a canvas yeah. and we'll put it on TV. Blank canvas, rainbow uh, graffiti, yeah. But the NXT 2.0. Um, Review. You ready? Are you ready? I mean, I wish he was back, but I guess he's not. But well, first of all, we opened the night with uh, actually a really good match. Uh, Cameron Grimes uh, taking on JD uh, McDonough. McDonough. A uh, very competitive match between the two, with uh, both showcasing their striking and ring IQ. We got JD focusing and attacking. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, focusing on on Grimes's leg. Uh, as he finds his target early in the match with a single knee, Lion Tamer is the best way I can uh, describe it. Oh, I've seen that, yeah. Um, then he also transitions into an ankle lock. Uh, Grimes hits a diving uh, crossbody as we see Joe Gacy randomly standing at the Crow's Nest area, taking an interest in the match uh, before the picture-in-picture. Uh, back from break as JD is still attacking Grimes' knee as he slams it against the ring post and then throws him back into the ring and clips his leg from behind. Uh, Grimes finally fights back with the, the sit-out gunslinger uh, mm. kind of thing. You know, mm. you know, you know? Yeah. Uh, strings together a bunch of striking offense as he uncorks a stiff uh, super kick at the end of, uh, of the combo to lay out JD. Uh, Grimes tries for the PK kick on the apron, but JD dodges back into the ring and kicks his other leg out from under him as Grimes uh, basically is trying to get back in the ring, mm. which forces his uh, injured leg to get tied up between the middle and bottom rope. Uh, he's just kind of hanging there as JD just starts relentlessly attacking his leg. Um, and the ref is trying to stop him and helps Grimes get, get the leg out, out of the, the ropes. But the damage is already done. As JD then, uh, you know, does the, the deadlift, uh, or I guess the wrist lock, deadlift, uh, Saito suplex for the win. Yeah. I, I used to call it like a short arm. Uh, That's a bit, yeah. yeah. It's just, cra- I, it's very creative how, how he does that. 
He's like, and gotcha, bitch. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> slingshot motion almost. Pretty good. Yeah, we see Gacy disappointed. Really? As, uh, oh, okay. Well, after the match, because, you know, again, like Barrett was questioning, like, you know, whether he was recruiting or picking victims. Like, he was trying to figure out why he was watching the match, but mm. uh, he seemed disappointed, so maybe he was looking at uh, Grimes, right? Yeah, that mm-hmm. might be the next program. It'd be interesting. Cora Jade, in ring promo. And the only thing, uh, the reason why these notes would be uh, short, besides the fact that I prefer it, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. is the fact that For your there was health. a a twenty <laughs> yeah twenty woman battle royal scheduled at the end of the night. Uh-huh. So there were several women throughout the night that had their own little. This is why I'm gonna win. I'm like I'm I'm not fighting hey, all you, these. You, you, it's like, it's not gonna I'm gonna tell you who's in it, and then I'm gonna tell you who win it. <laughs> like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So, mm-hmm. uh, but moving on. Obviously, like we said, Cord Jade. Turned on Roxanne Perez with a faulty skateboard. Damn you, birdhouse! No. <laughs> uh, I always went with. Uh, that was really good. Was it Fireboy, Flameboy? What's the other back in the Flame, day? Uh, wa- yeah, it was like Waterboy, and I think it was Flameboy. <laughs> back Damn. in the day. Back in oh, our day, man. Bad sheesh. <laughs> When the first Tony Hawk came out, Man, don't, don't, let, don't let me hit, hit a nine hundred in the warehouse. Jeez, what was back the catalog you used to? We we really <laughs> fancied ourselves like, yeah, one of these days I'm gonna get one of these boards or these fancy Hell wheels yeah, and these bro. trucks. About to- <laughs> I don't know what catalog that was. But we was in there all day. It might have been East, uh, not East Bay was another one. Anyway, my bad. Go ahead. <laughs> Imagine me this bad. Anyways, uh, she explains why she turned on her friend. Says that. Uh, you know, she was voted by the fans as like the next outbreaking NXT star in that she did this huge dive at war games and she was like essentially the new face of the NXT women's division and she was like all you know, her face all up on the promos and all the commercials for, for the for the show. It says down the line she wanted to do the right thing and help bring in her best friend Roxanne, but says it's like the moment she came in uh, into NXT, all the fans' attention shifted from being on her to Roxanne. And as soon as she was hearing fan, and as soon as she was hearing the fans say the same thing that they were saying about her, about Roxanne, and then uh, basically how you know she talks about how they won the NXT Tag Championships, and she finally became a champion in the NXT and was happy to do it with her best friend. But says not even thirty seconds after the match, she decided she was over winning the tag belts and decided to cash in her breakout tournament contract, which I got confused on because they showed footage. I'm guessing this was like a digital extra. After they won the titles, like post like a post match interview, where Cora again or uh, what's her name, um, Roxanne was like on a high of them winning, where she's like, you know what, we're we're almost finished taking you know uh, Toxic Attraction out. Well, I think I'm just gonna go for it and cash in this. And I'm like, didn't you cash in for the titles? Yeah, I thought that's yeah, I thought that was the whole story. But then I realized I'm like, actually, they beat K- Casey and Casey for the number one contendership. Ah, okay. Yeah, so hmm. it took, but I'm like, y'all need to roll the yeah, footage. I remember at the time I was like, well, that was dumb. <laughs> like, why would you do that? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, it's funny because you ain't, you ain't, you wasn't carrying the uh, the contract with you mm-hmm. this whole time. And yeah, then, yeah. Now we got to remember it. So what, when she faced Mandy uh, last week, did she have it? With she can't. No, she cash. I don't oh, know. Okay. I, I remember. I we didn't cover it. Yeah, so oh, that's okay. Um, but uh, like, I ain't watched that. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice way. Uh, but says, yeah, basically, she, you know, she's complaining about how 30 seconds after they won the tag title, she was just like, I'm over it and I'm just going to go catch in, you know what I mean? So she catches in on Mandy Rose and she calls her a selfish bitch and said that she used her to get into NXT and that the NXT tag belts only represent a lie to her now and then proceeds to walk out the ring and dump the belt into the trash can that's at ringside. Yeah. 
We've been hearing this make the rounds. Like, Fuck you! Mm. <laughs> Who told you to do that shit? I mean, I, she'll be fired, to be honest. I don't care if it's Sean. I really don't care if it's Sean that told her to do that shit. You don't ever fucking do that shit. Bro. I mean, because that's the thing. That's well, some Vince McMahon shit. Well, here's the thing is a lot of people believe that, that that is the physical elimination of the tag belts altogether. Because although Roxanne has the other one, it doesn't make any sense if she doesn't have a partner or that's another so belt that it's in conjunction then, with. Then so there shouldn't be any women tag teams then, right? That's kind of what's going on. I mean, you already saw the, oh, we're going to have a tournament to crown new tag champs uh, on, on the main roster. Then it's literally anytime I see a thing that says update, it's the main update is like kind of just another confirmation. That it's probably not going to happen. That's probably, you know what I mean? So it <sighs> then, seems then, like then they're doing away move, with it Move altogether. the KCs up. Mm-hmm. Let them get in the tournament. Well, the tournament has been mentioned in like almost like oh, almost two months fuck. now. You know what I mean? Like it, the the week after the walkout, it, it, I, I believe, it they, is when it was mentioned. Imagine and they so, walked out with the titles and they're like, "No, nah, we ain't giving them back." B. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, they, that could be it. They they don't want to give them back. I don't know. No, no, they they <laughs> they around. did definitely drop them on. Uh, I think Laurinaitis's uh, uh, desk before they bounced. Really? Did they drop it on his desk like a? Yeah, like a they toy? didn't want to drop them in the ring, so they dropped them on the table. They dropped them <laughs> on the table like a toy. Hmm? Like a toy. Hmm? <laughs> Gross. Filth. Oh man, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it's filth. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, from there we got a match between Roderick Strong and Damian Camp. I guess this came out of him blaming. Damon for losing the match that he was in against the Creeds when I'm like, dude, you were about to take the finish. You tagged out and made him take the finish and then didn't even come to rescue him in the pin. I'm like, dude, no. that's how it, I remember that's how, how it ended. I was like, this little rider, he's but like, I'll tell you, he, he, he's on a, he's on a roll. He's, he's uh, really got the character work a little bit. I heard he uh, right now. He's just really suffering. Like, I, I wouldn't doubt it. He's just waiting it out, but it's getting hard, apparently, is, is reportedly. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, it was said that Diamond Mine has agreed not to interfere in this match between the two. Uh, they start off with some mat wrestling back-to-back, some headlock takeovers, some wrestling takedowns as well. Damon Kemp uh, showing off his strength with a running shoulder block, a big scoop slam, and a deadlift gut wrench suplex as well. Uh, Roddy takes over uh, the match, though, when he pulls back the middle rope uh, and the recoil causing an intentional but legal low blow and uh, takes a advantage with a modified gut buster to, the, uh, to slow down his momentum. Uh, Roddy hits a big vertical suplex on camp for a near fall before isolating him with a rest hold, continuing to attack the torso and gut area. Uh, Kemp finally strings together a comeback as he hits a flipping clothesline like Ronda Rousey used to do. Mm. Uh, and also an overhead belly. He was kind of, I was like, you're kind of too big to do that. Uh, and also an overhead belly to belly suplex and follows with a stiff spear like takedown, which I was like, hey, um, Tony D wants his moveset back. <laughs> uh, at one point, both men are down after the double clothesline uh, spot, and we see Tony D on the Titan Tron, speaking of which. Mocking Roderick Strong, telling him his diamonds aren't shining so bright uh, right now as the camera pans out on Cruz and Joaquin Wilde and Stax beating down the Creed brothers in the back. Oh, wow. Uh, Damon Kemp looks to leave the ring to go help his diamond mine uh, teammates uh, in the middle of the match while Roddy whips him back around and hits the jumping knee for the win. Mm. Basically, he's like, we got to go and tries to run. He's like, wait. 
eat this knee. <laughs> and then Jeez. pins him because he cares more about winning the match. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, later, like, Roddy, you know, you see later. <laughs> I said, I'm not mad at that. Bro, no, no, watch this, bro. Oh, God. Uh, so so later, uh, he um, he manages to go and check on, uh, what's it called, uh, the Creeds and ask them what happened. I'm like, dude, you saw what happened. As Julia says, like they obviously got jumped, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're like holding their, le- their their necks and their backs and shit. Like, what do you mean what happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and just, they say they got jumped and then to which Roddy is disappointed saying, despite it being four on two, they should have easily beat them down. And then you see Damon Kemp come tumbling in like moments later, like his head's hurting because he just well, holding his jaw because he just took this knee. And he's like, man, are you guys OK? And Roddy's like, man, he like he starts giving him shit. Like, oh, we finally getting here. huh? what took you so long? <laughs> it's like, yo, like criticizing, basically critic, criticizing his choice of speed for coming to the creeds. Oh, despite wanting to get yeah. to them earlier and, and eating and, the knee. As if, as, as if. As if his knee knee smash didn't have anything to do Nothing. with it. Nothing, yeah. Roddy is just livid and tells everyone to listen oh, to him. And he tells Diamond Mind that Tony D started this, but they're going to finish it. So when he said, when he mentioned the four on two and then there was four of them there, I was like, oh, okay, so we might do, maybe they're doing like an early war games or something. Mm. I don't know. But Recruiting. Who knows? I don't know. Only person that wasn't there was Ivy Nile, but that's because, you know, she had uh, business in the main event. But... We had an NXT UK Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Briggs and Jensen defending against Pretty Deadly. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Right now, boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, you got the Bronny Bar Fighting Cowboys against the Dastardly Pretty Boys in the contrast of style and character work. Pretty good back and forth between both teams until one point. Elton Prince inadvertently takes out uh, Fallon uh, Henley after tumbling out to the outside right before the break. Uh, then Pretty Deadly hits a double rope hung suplex. That was pretty impressive. I don't think I've ever seen that. Mm-hmm. On Jensen as they continue to isolate him before Briggs finally gets the hot tag in. as a house of fire with a big clothesline and a huge splash. But uh, both him and Kit Wilson knock each other out first with the double cross body spot. And then they mm-hmm. uh, then they get up and then hit a double clothesline. I'm like, well, first of all, we just got the double clothesline spot. In the first, you know, in the match before. Yeah. And I was like, we didn't need to get it again. And yeah, then I'm, I'm, I'm like. I'm when they do that. So, But but I was also saying, like, you don't do both. Like, you usually do one or the other. Like, yeah. for my, I mean, for my taste. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not, you know, you don't usually do one and then follow up with the other one. Like, No, that's. that's yeah. But while both men are down, you see Elden Prince trying to use the tag bell. But uh, Fallon gets on the apron for the distraction as Jensen and Briggs hit the high low lariat for the win. Pretty much it was a like a Stan Hansen-esque, like, clothesline while uh, Jensen, like, pretty much took out his leg. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, kind of just clubbed his leg. So, mm. yeah, it's pretty, you know, it suits them. Yeah, gotcha. It ain't okay. nothing too flashy, you know what I mean? But mm. we get the Joe Gacy segment that Doc warned me about. Uh, <clears throat> pretty much the <laughs> GYVs, a.k.a. the Grizzle Young Vets, BKA. <laughs> Dyads <laughs> <laughs> revealed as the men under the dyad hoods. Uh, the former James Drake is now Jagger Reed. D- these names, I'm sorry, they're just too like when they come to the like renaming these UK guys. I'm like, what are you guys doing? You guys, oh, okay, I'm gonna we're gonna call you Jagger and you're gonna be Elton and Prince and you're gonna be Kit Wilson. Like, mm. all right, bro, <laughs> like, I just don't understand. Like, I, I get the need to go, oh, we don't want them to be the names that they got over and somewhere else, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, that's it's how you so bring people to the, to the product. Like, if they know that they're signed, well, yeah, yeah, then but, you get their existing fan like, base. But, like, but I also feel like not everybody is it knows who, not everybody knows who GYVs are. Like, Vulture's kind of more of a household name. Like, 
all over places. You I know think, what I mean? I think people are and more just, they're, they're familiar with Zach Gibson yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, definitely. But I just feel like it's one. I don't know if they've been on a on on two of your own separate promotions, NXT UK and NXT, and not for like a spell, like for a good amount of time on both rosters as these names well established. I mean, why change it like after five, six? Because I mean, that's I feel like that happened with Pete Dunn. That happened with Walter and uh, what's yeah, his name, right. Marcel uh, Bartel. Yeah, uh, uh, Fabian. Just, just gonna say it just happened with. Yeah, Fabian. I don't think Fabian's been on UK, but he's probably done some spots over there. But he, I don't think he's been on there. But but he's term, also but. he's also like it's just this weird thing when it comes to the foreigners. I guess I don't know. Like yeah. even with uh what they just did with a kid. Yeah. Just put you know they, which I'm gonna get into. They just put a fucking hood on him, mm-hmm. and it's like everyone like the way someone they wrote. They're like he doesn't act like 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 a kid is more impressive because they said it seemed like him as Axiom was like he was someone trying to get used to being a luchador as aside from someone who's a luchador for by, by by heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, that's naturally mm-hmm. a luch. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's like their whole thing. Which mm-hmm. I mean, I, I kind of felt the same way, but um. But yeah, the Joe Gacy segment again. Uh, James Drake is now Jagger Reed, and then the former Zach Gibson is now Rip Fowler, which Zach Gibson is just a great name. I yeah, don't know it mean. is. And James uh, Drake with, too. With both men shaving their beards off, and the <sighs> former Gibson with one white, one single individual white eye contact, a la Kane. What? Yep. Wow. Okay. The mm-hmm. reviews I heard didn't even specify that. Gacy says that there are many more that will come as there is a lot of shade under the schism tree, which I guess later, because uh, he did try to talk to Cameron Grimes, who just wasn't having it because he was just done, you know, being on the losing streak. Mm-hmm. When they introduced him, it said Joe Gacy under, under the uh, lower thirds, and then it said schism. I'm like, oh, is that the name of your crew, schism? Hmm. I'm like, you know, because Shaq got the twism. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's, it's, just, mm. it just, it's like... One of I wonder those if words, that's an acronym for something. It's like S C H I S M, schism. It's not even like a Z to make it like stylistic. It's like it's like S C H I S M. That's what you said. S C H I S M. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that. Uh, Braun Breaker in the ring now. He has a promo calling out J D McDonough. Get him. Uh, if you remember, he got attacked. Uh, put him through the table. Yeah, he did. At, uh, what was it? American Bash. He deserved it. Fuck them. <laughs> damn Steiners. And we're done with it. Uh, bite me. You know I mean? <laughs> Says he knows who uh, JD is, the great quote-unquote ace of the UK. Calls him a surgeon every time he steps foot in the ring and says that if he wanted his attention, he has it, and that he will pay for his attack. As we see JD appearing on the screen, taunting Breaker, asking him how his shoulder is holding up, as he shows, uh, he has a, a mannequin behind him that's kind of, like, marked up. He has, like, a marker with him, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, like, the shoulder has, like, all these, like, writings on it. And basically, he's describing the eight major tendons in the shoulder and how all of them are important as the next to provide a stable functionality. Mm-hmm. But says that he fortunately knows how to tear the shoulder right off the tendon. Oof. Or he said the tendon off the bone. Maybe that's what he meant. Mm. Uh, and intends to do so next time he's in the ring with him. Like he basically said, like Cameron Grimes injured you, but I'm 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 gonna man you, kind of thing. Shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you gonna remember me? Yeah, and then, <laughs> for the rest of your whole then, life. And then Breaker calls him out to do it now. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? He said maybe you need to get some balls from the mannequin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ooh. And then and then uh, even said like uh, like uh, JD tells him, well, you know, I'll see you in person soon enough, and tells him to mind that shoulder. And he was like, 
even if you rip my shoulder off, I'll grab it from you and beat you over the head with it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dope. And that's a better way of saying because I've heard people mm-hmm. say the other way, like, I'll, I'll stamp your arm off and beat you. Yeah, yeah, with, with your arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, give him my arm. That's my club. Who you, who you whipping with these hands? That's my arm bat. Oh man, I'm the one putting in the work in the gym. You just mm-hmm. broke my shit all the hell off. Pause. Like, this is ridiculous. Uh, we also visited some <laughs> footage of Solo Sequoia getting attacked by Von Wagner at the mm-hmm. Amway Center in Orlando. Oh, okay. This was filmed on Friday when they were there on for SmackDown. Oh, okay. Um, it was good, but it was just one of these dumb things. Again, we were talking about these headlines, right? Mm-hmm. Earlier yesterday about the ones that are like the headline out, out <laughs> outshines the actual article. It was like two NXT stars get into uh, a uh, get into a fight or get into a. a, a altercation in the parking lot at SmackDown taping. That's what it said. Mm. And then you click on it and you're like, Von Wagner and Solo Sequoia got into it. And I'm like, motherfucker, this is storyline. Why are you yeah. reporting a story? This is stupid. I saw that too, but I, I got afraid to click on it. That's so funny. Dude, I, so I, <laughs> saved, you, I saved you the trouble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we had the Axiom debut. Uh, he debuted against Dante Chen. Uh, like, oh, okay. It was like a three-minute match. Uh, a kid now under a hood, like I was saying, he has kind of looking looking like a real Black Panther ish uh, type of mask. Um, it's not a bad look. Mm, okay. Uh, at one point, Axiom hits a, a Pele kick, like the way that um, uh, who, who should I say? Uh, a little bit of AJ, and a little bit of uh, Coda. Okay. How they do it, but he lands on the back of his neck, like it looked kind of concerning, like pretty ugly landing. But he seemed okay because he ends up winning with what they called like a double spin kick but it was like a, a it looked like a standing version of the house call it was just like a jumping calf kick oh okay yeah but he just won with that and i'm like i'm trying to remember he was winning with something else when he was just a kid maybe he's just trying to keep it safe because uh, he's probably expected to bounce around a lot more probably i mean yeah it was you know but uh the main event here um i know you couldn't wait to to figure out who was going to be in this main event man uh, you're one of the 2.0 faithful. I, I, I keep hearing how everyone's like, I think the biggest mystery is how they pull 20 women together. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, is I wrote that the names, there's only one talent I didn't know because they, they never named her. Oh, okay. She was like, she had white tights and she had like, not super red hair, like, um, Alba fire, mm-hmm. like, you know, but it, it was, it is red by nature. Uh, like she was a natural redhead. Gotcha. Okay. More yeah. so uh, mm-hmm. than you know than the overcoloring that they do for her hair now. Gotcha. But they mm. never. I mean, she got she got uh, eliminated with someone else, and they replayed it, but they never said. And he, as you see, so and so got eliminated here, and I'm like, okay, and who's the other one that got eliminated? I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> um, and so I had to write <laughs> you got the pen ready. I, so, so I had to write unknown talent because they never said it. But yeah, Ooh, they, okay. they actually have 20 women. So here are the 20 women: Electra Lopez, Lash Legend. Kiana James, Ivy Nile, Tatum Paxley, Nikita Lyons, Indy Hartwell, Alba Fire, Fallon Henley, Cora Jade, Ulisa uh, Leon, okay. um, her partner Valentina Faraz, Ariana Grace, which is uh, Santino's daughter. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Zoe Stark made a how, return. How's she doing? See, that's what's crazy. I thought Zoe. I was thinking about her the other day because I was like, man, it's been a while. I wonder if she just doesn't have anything to nah, do because uh, EO's was, not it there. Was, it was MCL, ACL, both. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out if she got let go because Ooh. of injury and they send her home or what. But that's good. I did hear she returned. Yeah, she got a real decent pop. It was mm-hmm. pretty cool for her. Um, Amari Miller, 
Uh, if you remember, she's on a roster. Okay, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, uh, Tiffany Stratton. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Because she hasn't been on TV. Because last uh, time she was on oh, TV yeah. was at the, the Tiffany Stratton. Oh, yeah. That's right. uh, <laughs> like the tag team <laughs> shit with the credit cards. No, nah, like, I do remember. You're like, don't forget about her. You're like, hey, I know you're trying to <laughs> pass yeah. over on yeah, her. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like you're in creative and shit. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, Mari Miller, Tiffany Stratton, uh, Wendy Chu, Caden Carter, Casey Catanzara. Or I'm sorry, Katana Chance. I keep, yeah, I don't know. I, I sat Kate, there. T- Casey. That's it's funny because I wrote the whole last name and I could have just saved myself. Yeah, just, word. Nah, it's just Katana Chance. I remember when I used to take those notes, it'd be Casey one and Casey two, bro. I couldn't. <laughs> no, I'm giving. I'm putting a little respect on it. I ain't gonna lie. And then unknown talent, like I said. Um, what I will tell you. Parts unknown. Yeah, I, I, they didn't even say. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I looked up online, like from the roster, and I'm like, maybe she's like a a, a performance talent. <laughs> Reminds me of the office one day. Mike is like, who is this? I was never given a name. And he just hangs up. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, that might be the episode. <laughs> uh, the final four: Kiana James, surprisingly, uh, and that's the one with all the percentages. And oh uh, yeah, that's right. You know all that statistic. Uh, Dana Brooks, uh, old gimmick. Statistically. You're a bitch. A hundred percent chance of hate. <laughs> yeah, because Dana Brooke used to do that, right? With the oh Titus yeah, Worldwide. she used to do that. Yeah, stole my gimmick. Oh man, that's that's eye opening right mm. there. Kiana James, the imposter. Not all tirade against her. The cosplayer. Join me on Quincy Jones Go on Twitter for the thread. Oh man, um, expose. Kiana James, Tiffany Stratton. Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons were the final four. It's not a bad final four. And again, this was for the number one contendership against Mandy. So, mm-hmm. uh, so this is what happened. Nikita eliminates Kiana, and then Stratton eliminates Nikita, which a lot of people were like, boo. Gotta keep doing that heat. Uh, Zoe eliminates Stratton. Yeah. And thinks she's won. But we forget about Cora Jade, who never entered the ring in the beginning because she ran away from everybody. Mm. Uh, but Zoe ends up uh, avoiding the sneak attack, uh, you know, that that old trope. Yep. And, uh, yeah, she knocks out uh, Cora J, become the new number one contender against Mandy Rose for the champion job. I'm not mad at this matchup. I think Mandy needs some fresh competition, um, and I think she needs to drop the belt soon. I don't know if Zoe is the person. I don't mind it being Zoe, but I also wonder the trajectory of that kind of title I mean, reign. L- looking at the names on this list, she's mm-hmm. probably the more uh, seasoned. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of tenure, too. Yeah. And and as far as uh, legit legitimacy as a challenger toward her title. But no lie, there's probably three names on here that I give it like the, till the end of the year. Because Fallon Henley gets a, a really good reception. Yeah. And she's cute. I ain't going to lie to you, man. Got a good she, look, uh, yeah. yeah, she really And she actually shows a lot of fire in the ring. Her, her, I know people hate the forearms and wrestling, but her forearms look really good. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's just the way that they train the women over there is the forearms. You know what I mean? They don't yeah. like them, they don't like them punching. So, uh, but yeah, hers look real snug. Uh, she looks like she's like actually a country chick looking to get into a fight and not afraid about it. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? nah, so, definitely. Very yeah, her placement with, with Briggs and Jensen, I feel like is really good. It's so. very Dukes and Hazard, you know what I mean? Yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. Was it uh, Daisy Dukes? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is fine, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, again. Even I, the Smoking Guns had Sonny at one point. You're right. You're absolutely right. And mm-hmm. you know what? I think, again, the Casey's, I think they deserve a little bit more maybe to get moved up because they also have that tenure as well. And mm-hmm. they, they've shown improved. Um yeah, but just looking at this list, you know, Cora Jade—they're consistent, is what I like. I will tell them. you that Cora yeah. Jade didn't come out with a skateboard this week. I think I hope she just drops that shit forever. Well, she sells the same gear, but no skateboard. So, mm. I heard she tried to call out Bailey not too long ago. 
for Goder into a, a a match. What for? <laughs> what for? <laughs> like, I'll tell you. There ain't nothing. Skateboard versus the the was it the, <laughs> the two men? She said, "Think before you fuck with little skateboard B." Mm. That's Bailey, bitch. <laughs> nice. Nice. But, yeah, that was uh, 2.0, man. Is that um, the title? No. We got some options. We having a good time. We got our options. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to be right back, man. We're going to pay some homage to, uh, of course, uh, one of the great sponsors of this show, Storyline Tees. They got a new one out. Get looking for the drop. We'll be right back with that. Uh, fuse lighting, yeah. dynamite, barbed wire. That boom bringing. Everywhere review. <laughs> we'll be right back. You already know what it is. Storyline T's always out the park. These niggas don't miss. Hey, yo, Doc, please let me know you with that top guy shit because they got a new top guy drop. Hey, you know what it is, man. I mean, we out, we out here. We do this podcast for our families. But Storyline Tees, they always doing something for the family, the wrestling family. And this is nothing but, you know, but expectations, man. They do, came up with a new drop, baby. FTR, Living Legends in the building. I mean, it's it's one of those things where, you know, get with it or get lost. And, I mean, while you're at it, check out everything else they got in the catalog. Again, Storyline Tees, check them out online. Let them know that Quincy Jones Show sent you. Yes, sir. Top guys, Out. out. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yep. We back. Yeah. Yeah, just had to pay some bills. Quincy thinks he can just, you know, throw down a gauntlet and I'm not going to jump. No, I, I mean, first of all, you... <laughs> no, 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 I'm just I'm messing with you, man. You was number two after after the first elimination. <laughs> but whatever. All right, man. You we right. Were, you we right. put you in the... We was going to put you in the Iron Man spot, but we was like, we can't let that go to your head. <laughs> you could? No. Nah, I for <laughs> but me. But we are back. It we're is good. time for the second part of this uh, show, and that's when I review... Uh, I think we called it the boom bringing and fuse lighting. <sighs> the barbed wire everywhere review. Yeah, that's um, right. Uh, night I'm, two... Uh, not not AEW Dynamite. I'm sorry. AEW Fighter... Oh, you're right. Uh, it, it is uh, Fighter Fest, Fest night two. And then I guess it's Fight for the Fallen next week, apparently. Hey, I, we're just why rolling not? Let's out. just roll them out we're because roll- we got to buy time to all out. They're like, hey, uh, Turner said they wanted more pay-per-views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got one this weekend, Death Before Dishonor. I'm like, actually... Yeah, I'm, I'm really... Uh, I'm really excited about that one just because I was like, you know what? I got a Saturday off for once. So I think mm-hmm. I'm going to check that one out, especially because I heard about the the Claudio match. Yeah, man. I, I, didn't, I that didn't came know. Together. I, that's why I didn't want to yeah. spoil that for y'all. I didn't know yeah. how that came together at all. But when I heard, I looked up. I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, <laughs> I was I, like, yeah, him what? versus Gresham? And then he's like, he said that whole thing about him being the best technical. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to be like, mm. technical, best technical wrestler. Yeah. I just beat the best technical wrestler. So I guess that makes me. The, the peak new, of technique. The new best tactical wrestler. Yeah. So what does that make you? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm waiting know. for him to, to have Claudio, like a real yeah. good promo moment. But uh, we do he, he kick do off the match which, uh, with a match that uh, – I'm sorry. We do kick off the night with a uh, match I was really looking forward to, which is Brody King taking on Darby Allin. Uh, Sting does kind of uh, you know give him the, the, the daddy fist bumps and goes, all right, son, 
don't come home without that scalp. I'm going back to start dinner. But you know, but you forgot. He's like, hey, by the way, what you think about this new jacket? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I did like the jacket. I was like, it feels like it's been a while since I've seen that trademark. We ain't look seen the trademark. Well, you know and what? It's, he was, and it's he, summer hot but, right no, now. No, but they was, was in a hot Atlanta. Like, I was gonna say, but because they was in Atlanta, so yeah, very true. In, you know, in Rome, as they say. I mean, you know. Yeah, they, yeah. They could they could have saved that a whole hey, I'm up here yeah. <laughs> in the catwalk. <laughs> Real talk, that would have been a good place to yeah, do it. But uh we get Brody King, he catches Darby midair during an immediate suicide dive <laughs> attempt, hurls him hard into the barricade. Uh Brody hits a pair of stiff chops before shrugging Allen off during a diving crossbody attempt. Uh Brody uses the weight advantage to absolutely ragdoll Darby Allen around the ring and then into multiple barricades as well. Uh then he goes to bring him back into the ring, but Allen uses his belt to sweep King's legs and then somehow drag him to the floor before hitting his cannonball suicida. <laughs> he said, and somehow <laughs> I had to say, I, I couldn't no, just no, no. write okay. drag. So, like, it was so like, my mm. thing was, as soon as I saw him holding that belt, I'm like, he's for sure going to try to drag him. Like, I feel like he was going to trip him and try to pull him out. Yeah. But then the way it was executed, I'm like, oh, yeah, he, he definitely had to help him on that one. Okay. Yeah, you see him wiggling. <laughs> He's like, well, what then? God yeah, damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's hard. It, it's like he has to sell it as I'm trying to get you, like, off wiggle me. you off yeah. me. But it just made me I think gotta, of, I got uh, to go with your flow of movement to get your yeah. ass off. But it made me think of that scene, that big old fight scene in uh, Pineapple Express. Hey, come over here, Mr. Wiggles. <laughs> oh, wow. That was but good. I digress. But uh, uh, Brody snatches Darby in a sleeper yeah. uh, and then that steps him up for a cannonball only for Allen to escape and then hit a code red for two. Is the apron considered like I was I was confused about that. I guess you can technically be counted out if you're not in the, on the yeah, you have to cross the, the imaginary threshold. Yeah, because yeah, I was like because I'm, I'm like, yo, if you had hung him over the ropes the other way, I could see right. why he would count it out. But here's the thing though. When you play two K yeah. You can roll your opponent inside, yeah, you and can, then you can climb on the apron, and you're still being counted. I was going to say, but then, but if you go out there to set up for a, uh, just a springboard attack, he, yeah. won't, he won't count you. I mean, I haven't it's seen weird. it, but I also don't focus on the ref as much as I used to, so that would be interesting to see. I might as well watch an a, like, like, like AJ, AJ match. Yeah. yeah, I was just about to say like or an like AJ Hang match. Or like too. That's a, I never thought about that. That's so. true. Because most times when he when he does that hop over the rope, I'm like, I'm waiting for him to load up this double barrel real quick. You know what I'm saying? So, But uh, anyway, we see uh, Darby. He tries a sleeper of his own, but King gets to his feet and hits a cannonball in the corner with Allen still on his back. Uh, Darby then slams the nape of Brody's neck against an exposed turnbuckle, then goes for a flipping stunner on the apron but king counters with a hanging sleeper then drops his lifeless body on the floor uh darby manages to beat the count but eats a nasty gonzo bomb uh from brody for the win post-match he applies the sleeper again after the bell but sting makes his way out for the save he's about to hit the stinger death drop but the lights go out come back on we see he, he was hitting it old school too yeah he definitely was kicked to the back of the leg <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh we see malachi black is now in the ring they share a stare down uh when brody actually sneaks sting from behind with a sleeper uh while he gets blinded with the black mist uh, i didn't see it it, it looked was, like nothing came out but then you, you saw it on on yeah. sting's face and a little bit on brody yeah it, it was weird it didn't pick up well on the camera for some yeah reason. but yeah brody continues uh uh the hold and puts sting to sleep and then muriel's music curiously hits he's been kind of slowly ambiguously calling out house of black are they yeah. good are they bad oh my god what, what do you want me to do how do you want me to serve you know whatever it is uh and so he kind of slowly makes his way down the ramp and he just stares them down doesn't really make the save and he has like these shades on and i was telling you earlier when we were talking on the phone like it looked like he maybe has like a orbital uh 
type of uh, injury, Situation maybe. Like, on, because yeah. I noticed there was the lenses on his shades are two different colors, and it looked like because he had something on on his face around his left eye, perhaps like that was you know underneath the sunglasses that was maybe changing the color a bit. Like it looked like it's like maybe. I won't say a bandage, maybe athletic tape. I don't know. It, it, it's definitely something uh, that I, I wonder. But, uh, yeah, that, w- that was uh, how the first match went off. And we get a backstage segment. Uh, Team Taz, uh, they interrupt Cole Carter's interview, the former Two Dimes, saying uh, last they saw him, he was swimming in the uh, swimming with the fishes, but now he seems to be swimming with the Sharks in AEW. Stark says he's been FCW champion for over a year, and that won't change tonight. And then he snickers off with Powerhouse Hobbs once uh, Carter vows to beat him for the belt. And for those that don't know, um, this is the former two dimes. Yeah, I just uh, I said that earlier. Oh yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Don't I, worry, I did but, that but I don't, too. I don't when think, you brought up no, no, but, but I don't think they know who two dimes is. Uh, he's from NXT. Yeah, <laughs> he's from yeah, or used to be. Mm-hmm. He's uh, a nobody, a stunner, a goomba. Now, yeah, I mean, that's why he was fed to the fishes. He's a, but he's, he, he's he, a traitor. He must have caught that. Uh, he tried to come for his chair. <laughs> he must have caught that current. <laughs> Went on down to Florida. Got, ro- got, got, yeah, you got, you got caught in that. Uh, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get a tag team match. Uh, very a interesting. Damn tied, man. Yep. <laughs> Best friends taking on the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, very interesting because obviously Yuta used to be part of the Best Friends. And that's kind of the story they told here. Uh, we see Cassidy and Regal join commentary during entrances. Quote, unquote. Uh, yep. <laughs> Mox and Trent kick the match off shortly. But then uh, Yuta gets in and calls for his mentor, Chuck Taylor, to face him in the ring. They have a brief stalemate. And then Yuta takes umbrage with a uh, small head pat that Taylor does and slaps Trent on the apron who then tags in and takes down Wheeler with some punches. Uh, Trent hits Yuta with a backdrop driver and uh, rains down some forearm strikes but Taylor restrains him off of Yuta as you know they all used to be friends only for uh, him to start him with a forearm of his own. Wheeler I should say. Uh, Chuck responds in kind by whipping Yuta hard into the barricade which intenses Mox's wild side before picture in picture. We see best friends use quick tags to work over Yuta. They hit a soul food and half and half combo and then we see Yuta Return from break with a judgment slam to Chuck, then finally tags in Mox, who of course starts to clear house. We see Daniel Garcia is shown watching from backstage. Mox whips Chuck onto the. Uh, <laughs> I like how you looked at the camera. Yeah, he's like, like, yeah, you know I am, baby. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, that's how you're supposed to feel. like. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah, acknowledge that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there's like someone watching me watch this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, cameras Ooh. watching cameras. Uh, Mox <laughs> whips Chuck onto the uh, time uh, timekeeper's table, then catches Trent with a midair cutter for two before eating an awful waffle from Taylor. Uh, best friends each hit Yuta with a pile driver for a near fall. Then Trent hits uh, Crunchy, but Mox breaks the cover with a regal knee smash. Then Chuck goes for the awful waffle, but Yuta counters with the seatbelt pin for the upset win, which Cassidy notes that Taylor taught him uh, before he leaves commentary. Yeah, like he, seemed, he seemed pissed off. Yeah. Because you know what it was is because Regal was going on about all the things he's been able to teach Wheeler since he's come over. So I think that was why they kind of laid down that groundwork as comical as it was for him to kind of go. Yeah. And that's the thing that that's one of the things that Chuck actually taught See, him. And I, it's it funny because like, I, yeah, I took it a different way. I, I felt like he said it because he was upset with the way that he chose to pin Chuck. And like mm-hmm. he, he pinned him with all, with of all things something he taught him. Yeah. He's true. Like, I think there's like, like all was, of that was there. Yeah. Like, like he was like, yeah, he guess the guy's like, 
Yeah, but Chuck taught him that pain. <laughs> He's like just abruptly leaves yeah. the table. I was like, that was insult to injury. I'm like, is that Orange mad? <laughs> yeah, mad Orange. For sure. I can't tell. Oh man, he's he's turning orange in the face. He's, he's pissed. A, he's a tangerine right <laughs> yeah, now. Tangelo of terror. I don't know. Uh, we get Swerve in our glory in ring segment. Uh, you know, basically they get down to celebrate the tag team title victory. They introduce Kevin Gates at ringside, plug his new album, and then they thank the fans for support. Lisa that they have ascended to the top of the tag division and they won't be looking down so their uh, you know, hopeful opponents should be uh, starting to reach up for the challenge. Uh, they call for a toast. They get interrupted by Mark Sterling even though he interrupted earlier on the mic. Clearly. <laughs> he said, take it off. No, don't leave it on, Lee. <laughs> and I was like, where the fuck did that come from? Because Swerve's mouth did not move. So I was like, okay, well, somebody's running out. Uh, Sterling and Nice come out, uh, you know, calling their title win purely luck. They talk about their petition and said it'll soon remove Swerve from the roster. But they want to first get uh, Kevin Gates' signature. But then they, mis- you know, mistakenly insults him because he thought he was young and made Which from was, I was like, that's such a random reference that you're trying to get over. Yeah, for sure. Because, But, like, you made people laugh. So they're like, oh, this fool knows some shit. Yep. Sterling, <laughs> Which, uh, he tells oh, Gates' music. Music sucks, threatens to sue him, and then he refuses to sign the petition. Uh, Gates steps from behind the guardrail, clocks Nice, and then uh, Swerve catches Sterling with some cake in the face from ringside. Hey, the punch and then, uh, looked impressive, he, though. Yeah, definitely. Um, and and uh, he, he yeah. did give Westside Gun some TV time as well. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He said wings, no Red Bull. I just wish know? he would really stop saying he's a hip-hop mogul, though, because I just feel like there's mean, nothing wrong yeah. to aspire to be, but I don't. Consider Swerve Strickland to be a hip hop mogul. Yeah, because I feel like that's not just music; it's it, all it's encompassing. Not, it's, it's not, yeah, it's not a sway. Uh, yeah, I feel yeah. like a mogul is someone that's like an entrepreneur in some yeah. capacity, or at least someone that's at the top of something mm-hmm. that created something. Like you know, yeah. But, and not to say he doesn't have a lot of uh, communities he's part of, but I don't know if he, he's got a lot of investive hands in those like a like a russell simmons you know i was what that's like, the person i was thinking of when i when i think about mogul you think about mm-hmm. like russell simmons i mean you, you would have thought about like you know the dame dashes and the jay-z's before the split and stuff like that yeah um you know people who have like legacies yeah not mm-hmm. just within the catalogs, but other stuff yeah. they have investments not, in. Like 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 Diddy. He has exactly. Revolt. He has Sean John. Yeah, he, he has, you know, he, the numerous name changes. He's yeah. forever linked to like making the band. People. Yeah, well, he, he's already he's, he's and, always linked to different stuff. Exactly. He's yeah. like, you know, the J Lo, Shine, mm-hmm. like all yeah, these I was people. Say, yeah, like, he's big, yeah. obviously. You know, what so, and not to say he he's not he's definitely a hot commodity in AEW. Yeah, for sure. But mogul's a big word to throw around. That's all yeah. I want to say. So, But uh, we get a backstage segment. Beaver Boys, as I always call them, Silver and uh, the Meat Man. I had a question. Uh, and where, and was a this like just another play on the Bud shirts, basically? I, I couldn't tell. I think it's one of those things where a lot of people enjoy calling Butcher Butch for short. Well, and so I, 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 I know. It, what's but the way he does, said yeah. it. Was like the way he does buds, you know. Yeah, that's why because so. I know Blade calls him Butch for short in the ring. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. They don't really. Yeah, shit. I mean, really, all you need to know is that Silver tells Butcher he's his favorite wrestler because he's the meat man. Presents him with a Butch personalized shirt. Then pre- they present one to Blade, but it doesn't have his name on it. They jump him, and then the Hangman chases him yeah, off of the chair. It, and so. then, yeah, it's like all this for just for Alex uh, to get fucking fucked up for no reason. Yeah, for no reason, seriously. Uh, then uh, we got Christian Cage and Luchasaurus taking on the Varsity Blondes. Uh, Cage teases facing off the Pillman Jr. after all the insults last week, but tags in Luchasaurus instead. Who knows Brian with an immediate snap headbutt. Uh, Griff tags in, hits a pair of rolling elbows, and tries a double team with Pillman, but uh, Luchasaurus drops them both with a double I gotta ask, Okay, what's it? 
me or did 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 Griff seem boo boo face the whole time when they were out there? A little bit, right? Yeah, because during the during the entrance, like Pillman Junior was doing the whole let's yeah let's go, and he's just like walking sulking like slowly yeah, down to the ring. I, I'm so sick of losing on TV. <laughs> That's how I, I mean, but you bit. you in the ring with you know yeah for sure with, you with know Christian I mean? yeah like who pinned you? Christian Cage. Like, you yeah. should want to lose to him. Yeah. Cage uh, directs traffic from the apron as uh, Luchasaurus uh, chokeslams Pillman Jr., then uh, chokeslams Griff on top of him. And then Cage tags in to simply make the cover and get the victory. And it wasn't even him that got pinned. It was Pillman that got pinned, right? Uh, I, I couldn't tell I think you, it was Pillman Jr. Maybe, that got maybe pinned. he stacked him. Who knows? But post-match, Cage commands uh, Luchasaurus to lift him on his soldiers' uh, shoulders, I should say, to uh, mock Jungle Boy when uh, the Jurassic Express music hits, which Too we soon. haven't heard in a few weeks. Too soon, dude. I don't know. It's almost been a month almost I, I think i think like the same you know where I, I would say about you know later we talk about sammy they, they maybe at least another week yeah you might be right on that one because now i'm thinking about it, I'm because thinking. he could have done the shoulder thing the tease mm-hmm. and then have him try to do it again the next time next week to get more heat and then he comes out that's very true. I mean, because it is the first tag team match they had. I, I will say this. It was weird, and I'll get to that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're about to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of uh, – I agree there were some things and elements in here that did occur too soon. But, yeah, Kate, uh, you know, uh, we hear the uh, Jurassic Express music come out or hit fanfare. Jungle Boy emerges with a steel chair, walks slowly down the ramp, and then we see Luchasaurus block his way to the ring. And then they sort of exchange a few words before Luchasaurus steps aside, allowing Jungle Boy to chase Cage out the ring and into the crowd kind of mad they didn't follow up like with a fight if you're going to do this it's like if you're going to go all the way through the crowd let's see something on the concourse you know what i'm saying i mean so, well, he he was uh on his ass yeah too. exactly that's why i thought we were gonna get, i thought they were gonna have a camera ready for in that. my head i was like is he purposely going slower a little bit i'm like yeah it seems like it because he's like because you see christian finally look back like oh shit he's like it's been a while since i used to walk down these things <laughs> yeah know, yeah right they used to do the shield joint did, before i was gonna say yeah. the, the whole brood joint yeah. exactly uh we get the gun club backstage segment uh they are asked why they declined the acclaims challenge for a match billy mocks him with a yo listen colton says <laughs> i was gonna uh, ask how you felt about yeah, that. i loved it uh uh colton says they carried the acclaim for months and then they cut them out their lives while panamai being uh, scissors of course austin says he's tired of max using the names in his raps and challenges cast to a battle on Rampage with the winner choosing the stipulation and when and where of their eventual match. How you feel that this is going to go down? You think it'll be a? I think it'll be fun because uh, we already know Austin can rap, and I think this is a, a interesting way to bring that into his character. I don't think he should do it all the time uh, because that's the acclaim. I mean, we kind of seen this before in the past where he did that. I think I sent it to you. It was like this uh, little mock like battle he did with Alan Angels. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. For like the Sammy vlog, so yeah, it yep. definitely could be entertaining. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, we got the FTW title match as we talked about earlier. Cole Carter taking on uh, Ricky Starks uh, with Powerhouse Hobbs, and uh, we see Jr. joins commentary ahead of the match. And then uh, I like how he and Taz touch on the FTW title history. Actually, uh, Starks tries to take control early, but Carter manages to hit a uh, diving crossbody that sends Ricky to the floor before picture in picture. What's up? Uh, now I'm laughing because when you're talking about them talking about the the history of the, of the belt, I was like thinking, man, I feel like Taz wanted to punch him because you know he named Sabu the first one. <laughs> Like, I don't know if you want to make that mistake because they got heat there, brother. Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and I did like how this exchange with Taz and Excalibur, they talked about, uh, you know, how he's uh, Ricky's a showboat. And he said, never met a spotlight or a mirror or a microphone he didn't like. Uh, good call. <laughs> he did say that. Yeah. I was like, are you, are you, in my head, I'm like, are you. 
for that? I mean, this is your client you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Starks hits, his, uh, hits the rope walk elbow smash uh, that he does and then continues to dominate during picture-in-picture. Picture. Carter starts to come back and manages a ripcord rising knee strike that hits a uh, TKO after avoiding the Rochambeau and spear by Starks. Then he goes for a 450 splash but misses, allowing Starks to take advantage with a spear for the win. Post-match, Starks says he's got more left in his tank and lays down another open challenge, which brings out Danhausen. Uh, Danhausen wants to answer the open challenge immediately, but Starks backtracks a bit and reschedules their match for Fighter Fest, or not Fighter Fest, Fight for the Fallen uh, next Wednesday. So. And uh, I believe he has uh, roots in Atlanta because of the um – because of like Cody and in the the wrestling school he was at too. Yeah, I know he he recently said like you know just because your buddies work for other companies doesn't mean you're not friends with yeah, them. Yeah, so I still talk. To yeah, Cody. yeah. I was about to say I did just read that how you know he still like hits him up for advice and stuff, which is great. I mean mm-hmm. I think that should be the case. So that shouldn't be exactly. you know a reason why they don't talk. So exactly. But yeah, uh, let's see. We got a. Uh... Well, maybe I'll just cover that with the match later. We'll just jump to the FTR in-ring segment. Uh, Cass says they respect the Briscoes for everything they've done for tag team wrestling for 20 years, but they'll have to take their belts from their cold, dead hands at Death Before Dishonor. And then Dax tells a story about his daughter when she was five years old. She's now eight years old, and she had, uh, I guess, a hole in the bottom of her heart but fought hard to avoid open-heart surgery. And, uh, you know, obviously she kicked out and says he's going to have to fight just as hard as his daughter did at Death Before Dishonor to bring home a legacy she could be proud of. And tells the Briscoes that Death Before Dishonor, he's going to fight like an eight-year-old girl and beat their ass. Top guys out. I'm going to beat your ass. Uh, (laughs) I love how he brought it home Did you see that that. sit-down I sent you? Between the Briscoes and them. No. Yeah, it it, it gets off. it's, It's just a clip. Of them getting each other's faces. It's supposed to be a sophisticated, you know, I think it's JR or, or Shivani uh, in the middle, but mm. it goes off the rails real quick. You know what I mean? Uh, I gotta, so they're getting each other's faces. Like, I got to yeah. beat that. A lot of, lot of bleeps for sure. Yeah. Uh, we get the. Uh, it was supposed scheduled to be a six woman tag, but apparently Layla Gray could not make it or is not able to compete. So I didn't know if that was a shoot or if this is a, a, you know, uh, bait and switch or whatever it was. I didn't but. understand why it just couldn't be Herbert and Statlander. <laughs> Instead, yeah. of why they had to bring in Willow to be part of it. I mean, well, I have nothing against Willow. Well, what happened was I know that Willow teamed up with Statlander or, or Statlander saved her from a beatdown from the baddies after she had her, t- her TBS title match. So that's oh, yeah, kind of where the say, camaraderie last time I saw her, Yeah, she answered that open challenge, didn't she? Yeah, because yeah. we talked about how it seems like Willow's kind of replaced Anna Jay in that. Because now she's, which we'll get to later, but, you know, it seems like she's doing something else. Um, that's why I was surprised to see her last week when she had that match. She had a good match um, for the hometown. I think uh, that she, uh, maybe it was the, the episode before. but uh, Yeah, I think Rochester was yeah, like yeah, exactly. two episodes ago. No, she's not from Rochester. She, no, no, no. Oh, I thought you, uh, because of uh, Dark Order is like the hometown. But where's oh, she from? Got you. Where's she from then? Uh, maybe it was that episode. It was the last time she, I'm trying to think who she faced. It was a good time though. Uh, yeah, like it wasn't a quick match, so I really appreciated it. But uh, now we got uh, Jade Cargill and uh, Kira Hogan, of course, taking on Willow and Athena. Um, it, like we said earlier, there's a backstage segment where Statlander has been chosen by Stokely to sit out, but I guess he, there's some lawyer, you know, in, in, that's a local local lawyer firm. I guess that because she's been slapping him on the head, he got her banned from ringside. You know what I mean? For harassing him or something. Is what it seems like it is. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, so basically, uh, Athena convinces. Uh, th- that's what that was interesting. She in the promo, Athena convinces Statlander to chase the women's world title while she pursues the TBS title, and Willow just brings out everyone's team spirit. Basically, well, it was funny because at the end, I'm like. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen, like, uh, Athena's face, everyone's face after she did that. It looked like they had no idea she was going to do that, or they, they just, like, broke – like, not broke kayfabe, but they broke character. Man, yeah, probably, so but like, that's, what that's Willow's that? character, too. She's kind of awkwardly and, yeah. nice, like – Okay. You know, and and that me, could that could have just well. been it too. But yeah, it was yeah. just funny. I was like, I was like, I don't. I think they were supposed to cut off before that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. cut away, cut away. Uh, but we do see the baddies make their entrance, flanked by Atlanta Zone, Jermaine Dupree, <laughs> Don Chicho. <laughs> yeah, Don Chicho. Yes, uh, so so deaf and all that. Money in a thing, baby. Yeah, it's not as uh, Stokely explains. Storm's coming. <laughs> Stokely explains <laughs> that Layla Gray is unable to compete, uh, and Statland, like I said, banned from ringside. Uh, Jade uses Dupree uh, in her promo to appeal to the her hometown crowd of Atlanta before vowing to show why she's that bitch, been that bitch, and will always yeah, be that bitch. Great promo. Yep. Uh, Willow scoop slams Kira, then scoop slams her partner uh, into a senton on, uh, right on top of her. Uh, we see Willow hit the baddies uh, with the uh, double blockbuster from the apron to the floor before Athena takes everyone out with a triangle crossbody before picture-in-picture. Picture. Jade tags in and hits Athena with back-to-back jumping back elbows in the corner and a pump handle dominator is the best way I could, I could put it. Uh, and then uh, Jade dumps Willow outside after nailing uh, Kira with a spine buster. And then she finally faces off with Athena to big fanfare. Uh, Athena kips up after a fallaway slam from Jade. Then nails her with a pop-up Meteora before powerbombing Kira on the apron. Which I thought was crazy. Because uh, it was like a deadlift powerbomb she did to Kira. Um, and we, I'm not used to seeing Athena do a powerbomb. Unless it's maybe a sit-out powerbomb. If that. And that's situational, you know. Uh, Athena eats a pump kick from Jade outside after she, distraction dude. by Stokely. She 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 ate it and landed right into the steps. I was like, fuck. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> then Jade hits Willow with a blue thunder bomb and uh, Jade for the win. Now nah, that's the proto bomb, bro. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah that was the proto bomb. <laughs> don't ever right. disrespect don't, don't <laughs> the, prototype. the prototype like that, bro. <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> uh, Thunderstorm has a backstage segment. All you need to know is Rose is going to face uh, yeah. Yamashita uh, next week at uh, they, Fight they, for the Fallen. They quickly made this about nothing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the, for the sure. whole Jamie Hater Britt Baker shit. Yeah, and then yeah. yeah, yeah, she just gets interrupted again by Team D and D, and that's all you need to know. It's annoying. And uh, match announcements, real quick. Uh, uh, so for uh, Rampage, uh, of course, it's still Fighter Fest Night Two on two nights. I don't know how that works. Butcher and Blade taking on Hangman Page and John Silver. Uh, Lee Moriarty taking on Dante Martin. And uh, we got, uh, I guess, Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. DMD will be in action as well. We'll get Max Caster in the rap battle against Austin Gunn. And Christopher Daniels taking on Jay Lethal. I didn't include this backstage yeah, because it, it was, was a whole lot of fucking nothing. Yeah, It was like, you know what? Let's do this now because we already got the graphic loaded up. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's how it came off. Uh-huh. Like, and like I said, Fight for the Fallen, uh, we got Thunder Rosa defending her Women's World Championship against Miyu uh, Yamashita. And then... Uh, also, we she's have, the one that got the non-title win over, right? Uh, yeah, I think I yeah. I can't remember. It was it like something pro? I can't remember exactly what it was, uh, or the name of the promotion that she they went. She yeah, I remember she for. didn't she roll her up or something like that and beat her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then of course we got Ricky Starks defending the FTW title against Danhausen. It's some uh you know some rebel shit, some outlaw shit. You know, not not real. You know, it's not recognized. But uh, and then of course, updated card for Death Before Dishonor. Like you said, there is uh, quite a card coming up on the uh, I guess the buy-in portion. It will be uh, Allison K taking on Willow Nightingale. We have uh, the Righteous uh, taking on Dalton Castle and the Boys, and uh, for the uh, ROH yeah, six-man tag titles. Uh, Tyler Bateman, dude. Yeah, I'm wondering if this is going to be a catalyst to unveil the tag 
or these are going to be transferable between companies or what, you know, these six man tag titles, but who knows? Cause that's been the talk of the town is that they're going to be revealed soon. I know. And, and it's like, just just real quick, I did get more details on that. The was the Mid Atlantic, is that what it's called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it's going to be defended any anywhere mm-hmm. in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pack uh, his first uh, defense was in Revolution Pro. Yeah, like I guess he he said that there's a lot of defenses he has coming up that he's approved. So damn, that's what's up. Okay. Yeah, he's going to be defending it. Like, and so basically, somebody that's not even contracted that can possibly win it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, we got Mercedes yeah, Martinez so. defending her uh, women's world title uh, against Serena Deeb. Uh, of course, FTR. I did see that, yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, FTR defending their tag team titles against the Briscoes. Two out of three. Yeah, two out of three falls. Uh, we got Samoa Joe taking on Jay Lethal for the television title. And I believe it has, I've not seen the graphic yet, but it looks like Claudio Castagnoli taking on uh, Jonathan Gresham for the uh, yeah. ROH world title. So, Gresham, yeah. Had, yeah, he had a promo against, or not, he had like a, pre, a pre-tape mm-hmm. against him, but... Yeah, what? How do you think that two out of three is going to go down? I mean, you think they're going to let them keep it, or they're going to take? They're going to let them get the W twice? I don't know. See, that's the tricky thing with ring uh, with two out of three because arguably, you you could say they get a win because they beat them. They have to, you know, someone has to be get beat twice though. So it's almost like you're kind of already you're having the rubber match and the rematch at the same time. Yeah, it's in a like, sense. like it's like they can win one, the Briscoes, and get their win back. Exactly. But then if FTR beat them back to back, they're still up three to one. Exactly, and so it's all. It's so it, it does it still give Briscoes a reason to come back? Yeah, in a sense, but I, you know, I mean, I they're, they're not. They're not. Sign, I mean, they're working with Impact. If they were, well, yeah. I don't know if they still are. I know they were working with Impact, so I don't know what the deal is with them. They're obviously not being I signed. They were still drinking with the uh, with, with America's Most Wanted, baby. Oh, yeah. Or I'm sorry, with James Storm. Yeah, you know, with the Good yeah. Brothers, the the, the alcohol is in this. But uh, this takes this man to our main event: barbed wire everywhere match or anywhere, anywhere whatever it's called, match, uh, whatever it was with called. a sprinkle of shark kicks. Yeah, so because it was Shark Week, guys, you oh, get yeah. it. Eddie Kingston taking on the pain maker version of Chris Jericho. Uh, mm-hmm. We see them, you know, of course, get loaded up into the shark cage. And then we see Jericho enter with a barbed wire uh, variant of Floyd the Bat. Uh, Eddie enters and attacks Jericho with Justin Roberts' barbed wire wrap microphone and tells the crowd Jericho will bleed. It's Over- shark week. <laughs> Overkill. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I could tell, though, what it was was here's the format. Get over Shark Week. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it seemed like. There's blood in the water. It's Shark Week. Like, so that's what it felt like. He was like, all right, let me just get this over right away so I can get right to the If it was Moxley, the man, he would have been like, oh, yeah, you guys never seen one of those old school uh, piranha <laughs> piranha matches? Yeah. Whoever gets carved up, they got to uh, jump into a vat full of piranhas and, uh, uh, was it, lemon juice and salt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I died. Like, uh, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> but we'll do something uh, just as gruesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not. But you're not in it. Oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Ruby, I thought was they didn't really make any reference to it till you know later on in the match. But she spotted sitting ringside while Jericho blasts Eddie with a uh, did she have her wire. hand taped up or anything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I... With a barbed wire wrapped ring bell, uh, we see Kingston hip toss Jericho into the wrapped ring ropes, then follows with multiple shots to the back with a uh, wrapped steel chair. Uh, Jericho hits Kingston with an avalanche Frankensteiner back suplex in the walls of Jericho onto a uh, collapsed wrap table. Uh, Kingston crosses Jericho onto the wrap ropes and then suplexes him off the apron through a wrap table at ringside. 
I'm saying wrapped because I don't want to say barbed wire wrapped over and over and over again. Just know there's barbed wire everywhere, guys. Uh, Conti runs down to brawl with Ruby at ringside when Anna Jay runs down to seemingly make the save but then blasts Ruby with a forearm to turn heel. Conti finds the key to the shark cage and tries to free the JAS, but they eventually escape on their own through the bars and storm the ring to jump Kingston. Uh, this time we see, uh, well, Claudio's not there, but the BCC uh, and Ortiz run down to even the odds with Ortiz blasting Jericho in the face with the uh, mad ball or I guess... Or I guess hitting him on the, on the forehead with the mad ball before yeah, nah, he definitely yeah he yeah. he swung he got, for the fences yeah, yeah. He got all of it yeah and then uh, he gets exploder suplex through a wrap table in the corner very good uh, uh, spot though I will say mm-hmm. look look really good um, we see a Kingston stalk Jericho with a chair but he counters with a code breaker and then he sets up for a chair assisted lion salt but in a wrap chair mind you and then Kingston throws that chair out of midair before hitting the Yorkin back fist for a very near fall Kingston locks in a barbed wire assisted stretch plum and I thought this should have been it but of course the one guy we did not see in the shark cage which i'm sure i'm very surprised no one thought about that well they they they're thinking because he took that fall that he's going to be out oh that makes a lot more sense okay that that makes sense when we haven't seen him he runs in and breaks it up with a super kick and then he whips kingston into a barbed wire assisted judas sammy guevara by the way i don't think (laughs) sammy guevara yeah sammy guevara uh, and then uh, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. <laughs> uh, he and Jericho uh, try to jump Kingston after the match, but Eddie hits a very glancing back fist, if that at all. I wrote it just like that. Uh, yeah, then, it was a. I don't know if they understood what the assignment was. <laughs> yeah, no, it was very uh, befuddled and, and real and, clunky. Yeah, clunky. Yeah. Then uh, he dumps Sammy to the floor while hurling Jericho from the apron onto the bed of barbed wire or the barbed wire spider web. As um, it's not the barbed wire. The barbed wire spider web is the one. At full gear in Baltimore. That yeah. was not that. Yeah, but that's yeah. what he said, you know, yeah. uh, at ringside. And we go off air with uh, a bloody Jericho and Kingston, you know, sitting on the apron, kind of, uh, I would say, struggling with his emotions. Because although he got maybe the last laugh uh, of sorts at the end, he still didn't get the W, but he still made him bleed. So it's like very conflicted, you know. But that was AEW Fighter Fest night two, night one. Night one of night two. <laughs> yeah, I was about to, so they're saying the rampage is a night two. Yeah, I mean that's what they did last week. Was that's stupid? But it is all so, so then the it, same night. So then so. this was night three, and then this should be night four mm-hmm. <laughs> as this comes out. Exactly. There you go. Four nights. Oh man, I guess. And it's funny because Excalibur did say that the four most must see nights of the uh, of the you know, and it's just like oh okay, but then, yeah. So that means if night, they go night two a night two b. So if these are the for most must see, then I can skip Fight for the Fallen then because it ain't that. That's off. Yeah, seriously, it ain't included in the four. I feel like is that gonna, is that a <laughs> night one, night two thing? Too? Who knows? I mean, I, I'm like I'll put it like this. The only thing I wanted to say is like I'm not too sure where they're going with the Danhausen thing because it's kind of random. Yeah, but if this is a way to get the title off of uh, Ricky to do some serious stuff, yeah, and put it on someone that won't suffer because he doesn't really have that much of a ceiling anyways. Yeah, well, in my opinion, I mean, he could be for other people. I don't really know a lot about him in Danhausen. I'm yeah. speaking of, you know what I mean. So, if this is a way to get the title off him, okay. But I'm gonna be still kind of like irked about how he loses to him. You yeah, know what I'm saying? No, so, for sure. Because his, you know, his presentation even ROH is that of someone who's barely learning to wrestle. 
You know, he has like a few signature moves, but that's his character. Now, I've seen him before he was Danhausen. Yeah, he, he, he can wrestle. Down. Yeah, 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 he, he definitely he, does. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's a it's a character choice. But and I think he that, used to do the the GTS on the yeah, indies, right? Which exactly, is why he has like yeah. this thing with Punk. Yeah, exactly. So, but um, I think more curiously, it could be a way to bring Hook in somehow because you got the whole oh, Hook house. I forgot thing. about that, and, and they didn't so, even mention that. I'm wondering hmm. if this is going to lead to Ricky beating Danhausen's ass and then Hook coming down to have some sort of conflict. Maybe he takes the belt off of Ricky and opens the next challenge. You know what I mean? And then that, I think that, that would breathe, be pretty right. They would, he, that would breathe a lot more. If he light. does the same thing he just did, where he if he like whoops Danhausen's because we saw him in what that tag match with FTR. Yeah, and he was getting kind of roughhouse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't really getting a whole lot of shit. In. Yeah, no, because he doesn't. So so like, it's Dan like Danhausen gets he gets fucked. Like he's a working under guy. He's he's that's just his whole deal. I'll put it this way: he's in he lives on the same street as Spike Dudley, but mm. farther down. You know what I mean? A little bit closer to maybe a little bit of Crash Holly? No. That's uh, that's, that's too true. nice. Yeah, Crash Holly. I'm going to put Crash him in Holly there was... with Enzo. That's, okay. that's where I'm at. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I was going to say Crash Holly And was, I'm not saying he was... doesn't know what he's doing, but it's character-wise. Yeah, that's true. He's As a shoot, Crash Holly and Spike Dudley all day. But, but as but, a character- But Crash yeah. Holly was duping people. You know exactly. I mean? he, was, yeah. he was outsmarting and, and outwitting and, and yeah. surviving and shit. So, uh, yeah, he's over here getting killed. So, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, I could see if it's something like that and he comes back out, like, you know, on that same energy, like, man, I need a real challenge in his hook. Mm-hmm. And then Hook takes it off him, and then now we get the separation. I mean, I could see it where he he makes small work of him, comes out to, mm-hmm. to, to yo, what you doing to my mans or whatever. You know what I mean? And they just said, hey, all this undefeated streak, do you think you should be looking at gold soon? That was, that just happened last week when he said that to Lexi Nair. So, I, or I think it was Rampage. So, I think it's a good way to do that. And then he can come down, oh, what? No, nah, we Team Tez. Like, let's, let's run it right now. What you got? That was small work. Like, right? I mean, and, and then by that by that uh, point, we only need Hobbs to win it, so then everyone in Team Taz has <laughs> won it. Yeah. Every member, anybody who's been a member has won the title. That's won the title. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would be great. Uh-huh. But, no, uh, yeah, that was AEW uh, Fighter Fest, man. I know we got to wrap this up because I got to start getting ready no, for yeah, the no shoot worries, job. Man. But, but uh, yeah. I want to thank you all for doing what you all do, man. That's uh, always supporting us, having patience with us when uh, when we ask and uh, having some understanding with us as well, man. So, again, thank you for understanding what was going down with us last week. Uh, we brought it to you raw and uh, just real – this week, you know what I mean? Try yeah. to double it up, you know what I mean? But gave it to you, uh, you and, know, and, st- straight up. And, and gave you some random news. You know what I'm saying? Right off the presses. <laughs> <laughs> All those R's, baby. <laughs> but, you know, uh, thank you guys as usual for, for, again, supporting us, man. Whether you're following us on, on uh, social media or following what we do on, uh, you know, with the, you know the podcast, music-wise. You know, we always appreciate it. But uh, right now, you can do so if you're not already and following us at The Quincy Jones Show on uh, uh, Instagram. That's at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter. And uh, backslash the Quincy Jones Show on uh, Facebook as well. Uh, we have been doing the uh, the TikToks as well. So follow me at the Quincy Jones Show on TikTok. You know, we got the yes, Russell Wednesdays and all that. Um, shit, might have to do some Top Guy Tuesdays. I don't yeah, know. seriously. Um, tap in, yo. Let, let them know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, of course, you can always tap in with us every Friday, man. We're going to be on iTunes, iHeartRadio. Uh, we're going to be also on SoundCloud. Uh, we're going to be on uh, CastBox. And, of mm-hmm. course, the great people always at true100radio.com uh, man again every friday check us out the quincy jones show alternatively video dropping soon yes sir album dropping soon yes sir quincy jones go get familiar mm-hmm. uh spotify yes sir and um on that note you could probably uh find me on a lot of dope tracks and uh features 
on my man, the hip hop hybrid Doc Lesnar over here as well. So check yeah. his music out, of course. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and plug that. You guys know what it is. This is awesome. One of the best damn crossover albums there ever has been, probably in the last decade. I will say so myself, especially within the realms of <laughs> hip hop and wrestling, baby. I'm on your uh, heels, baby. I'm on your yeah, heels. On the, hey, hey, it's time. <laughs> hey, it's time for an, uh, a new champ. You know what I'm saying? I can't yeah. I can't rule forever, baby. But uh, hey, but uh, you know, you guys got to go ahead and do what we tell you every single week. Go to your favorite platform yep. that you like to stream your favorite music, and you'll go ahead and hit that search bar. D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R Boom, there I are Five-star bars for you and yards The bump in your cards And maybe sell out of jars Etc, etc Go ahead and uh, play that And you'll see why They call me five-star uh, Lesnar over here <laughs> Seven-star maybe now But check it out This is awesome It's uh, six tracks, man It's literally 30 minutes of your time I mean, that, that, that that's a that's a trip to the gym that, That's You know what I mean? Like, like do your thing, man And I got Mega that, Rand I mean, on there that, that's your cardio right there You know what yeah, I'm saying? Real hit, talk. The, hit the bike Exactly out, bro, Thank you, sure. thank you But we got Mega Rand, the iconic man, uh, the, the you know the icon of uh, Nerdcore, of course, man, uh, on the project. We got Quincy Jones Go, world's greatest Hello. tag team partner on the track, world's greatest tag team. Hello. And, of course, Ayala's the artist. Go ahead, check that out. Other than that, follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on uh, Instagram at Doc underscore KJ Pod as well. Instagram for all things that pertain to this podcast. And uh, find me, of course, on Mercari at Doc Lesnar and uh, on Twitter and Facebook at I'm Doc Lesnar. Other than that, my friend, I do what's have up, the up? usual three words for. <clears throat> Top guys out. Oh, 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 o